It's a yes bang maximum, the first of this contest. Oh, that is brilliant. It's a hero maximum. On the ground, on the ground, another hero maximum. Welcome back to the Maximum Cricket Podcast, episode Jacques Callas. That's right, episode number three. We have something special today, our first guest. We discuss the England Test squad and play a wee game between the Black Caps and the England squads. Hint, if you like the NBA and cricket, then you will love this segment. Then we wrap up the IPL as the top four is decided, and I have a very bold pick as the winner. And on Coach Corner, we talk about how to hit gaps more. But first, have we seen the end of Jofra Archer? The England quick has suffered another setback, this time a stress fracture in his back. Now, plenty of bowlers have come back from stress fractures. It's one of the most common injuries in fast bowlers. However, most bowlers don't have the injury history of Jofra Archer. Jofra also isn't the only bowler to be bogged down by injuries, is he? The other factor, and probably the biggest factor, is Archer's sheer talent. When he's firing, he's arguably the best all-format bowler in the world. On paper, he is the perfect bowler. Someone that can swing the ball like Jimmy Anderson, seam the ball like Stuart Broad, and has the pace and bounce of a Mark Wood. When someone has such world-class talent, we just all want them to succeed. I don't remember a test debut with so much hype than Archer's in 2019. This was off the back of a stellar World Cup final. He was trusted to bowl the super over, which showed how important he was to England. Even before he bowled a ball, the England media were talking him up as the Stephen Smith stopper. Remember, this was during the time where Stephen Smith was essentially brabbing for a series, and England had no answer. Joffre may not have got him out that second day at Lord's, but he certainly stopped him. It was one of the most thrilling passages of play in recent Test cricket history. It was like Donald versus Atherton, except Archer was in his first test, and Steve Smith, well, he was the undisputed number one batsman in the world. Archer had Smith bobbing and weaving at high speeds of excess of 155 kilometres. He even hit him a couple of times, every time Stephen Smith got up, until he didn't. Flashes of Phil Hughes being struck went around the ground. Thankfully, Smith was up and okay, but just like that, Joffre Archer... W- <clears throat> But just like that, Joffre Archer was the most exciting bowler in the world. Maybe Joe Root got too excited, as even in his first test, he bowled more overs than anyone else. Generally a strike bowler like Archer, you use him sparingly so he's fresh. Similar to how Michael Clarke used Mitchell Johnson in the 2013 Ashes. Archer took 22 wickets at only 20 apiece in that series. He also took more fifers than any other bowler in that series. But after that, the injury started. In 2020, Archer's elbow first became a problem. In January, he flies home from South Africa to nurse the elbow. In February, it was discovered that that elbow has a stress fracture, and he is out of the IPL that year. He plays one test against the West Indies in July, was ruled out of the second because of COVID. He manages to play the rest of the summer, but seemed down on the pace from 2019. Then in 2021, Archer was cleaning his fish tank. He requires surgery to extract the glass from his finger. I won't lie, that's up there with the weirdest injuries I've ever heard. He then misses another IPL to that pesky elbow that's flared up again in May 2021. That is followed up by another surgery in December of that year. Dreams of being an all-format player are a long way away. Now the latest injury is another stress fracture, but this time, as I said, on the back. It's a really sorry list, to be honest. I know injuries are a part of the game, but what if the first injury didn't happen? What if we got to see Ashes 2019 Joffre for longer? What if we got that version of Joffre for their entire career? What would that look like? Since Archer debuted in 2019, England have played 36 tests. Joffre has only played 13, with only four of them at his absolute peak. While it's not feasible to think he plays every test, I think playing four out of five tests is a fair. So let's say if he never got injured, he would have played 28 tests by now. And let's look into the crystal ball. Archer debuted when he was 24. What does his career look like if he plays until he's 34? We have Jimmy bowling at 40, so why not? Well, Joffre could have played 96 tests for England by the year 2029. Let's be honest, Jimmy and Broad still have the new ball, and Darren Stevens becomes the first man over 50 with a test 100. If he continued at that pace he set in his debut series, which is crazy to think that his first test series was his absolute peak, Joffre would have taken 528 test wickets, second to only Jimmy and Broad on England's list. Unfortunately, all this was never to be, but we can always wonder what could have been for Joffre Archer. I hope he's back soon. Right, our first guest on the Maximum Cricket Podcast. I tried to get Ben Stokes, but I had to settle for the next best all-rounder I know. 
this man was my teammate for two or three seasons before I hung up the boots. I was captain of those teams and we struggled. Once I retired, he took over as skipper. This man has taken the CDK Demon Dogs to back-to-back bings in my absence. Totally unrelated, of course. <clears throat> but it's for North Otago that this man made his mark. This man took 89 wickets at an impressive average of 18 per pole. This included a best of 13 wickets for 52 runs, the second best figures for North Otago. He was also a very humble man, as he was quoted saying, if I'm honest, I wasn't feeling the best of felt. Just to let everyone know that after claiming 13.52, he could have done better. A lot of people see this man as the older brother to Wellington Firebirds player Nathan Smith, but I do not. Nathan never got 13 wickets for North Otago. Do you want to run us through that 13, Phil? Uh, yeah, I'd like to thank the groundsman. Um, <laughs> nice soft wicket there, so just uh, trundling off about 10, 13 steps and rolled the arm over and, yeah, let the batsman do the work. I like it. I like it. I like it. And um, have you given Nathan any grief about it? No, nah, not at all. I don't nah. have really a leg to stand on. He's got a first-class Fifer and a first-class 100. So I don't yeah, but... win in that one, brother. My, my argument would be that if you, we don't know how good you are at first-class cricket unless you've played and you haven't played. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of looking at the pitches up there, mate. And they're a wee bit flatter than what I play. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they, cer- they certainly are. So the reason I brought you on, obviously, um, we've talked off here, but your overall thoughts on the England Test squad and the McCullum appointment, are you scared? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't mind the McCullum appointment, to be fair. Um, yeah, it worried I me with it. Yeah, I just I don't mind it. It's a bit of aggression, isn't it? He could really do some good things there. I think Andrew Strauss is whatnot, but I can't imagine how much county championship he's watching. Yeah, he probably won't watch it either. <laughs> probably just uh, go through strike rates and uh, pick a squad that way. I reckon <laughs> yeah. two hundred all out at lunch. That's what we want to see. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, I did I did notice that they said that Ollie Pope's betting three. And obviously they're going to have Crawley at Lee's opening. So I, I would imagine Bolt and Saudi will be licking their lips. Yeah, definitely. Eh? It's, uh, do you know what one thing I'm real happy about? Rory Burns not being picked. <laughs> really? I'm actually so happy about it. Fuck, he's a tough watch. Tough watch. You, you haven't watched much of Alex Lee's in have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> he's, he's like a clone. I actually thought about retiring from cricket after watching those two bad days. <laughs> No yeah, it's rough. It's rough. I, I, I actually, I actually did pick Burns in my uh, original eleven. I did think he was hard done by being dropped, but I, uh, I, I would agree that he's not the nicest watch. Did get a hundred against us last year. This time last year. Yeah, well, that's right. That's last year, though, wasn't it, brother? Do you, I remember? <laughs> remember he hit uh, slog sweep Wagner for six right into the grandstands, which you don't often see from Roy Burns. Yeah, but did it look nice? Uh, it looked nice when he hit the ball, but everything before and afterwards was pretty dodgy. So what we're going to do with these two squads, we've got the England squad and the New Zealand squad are out. Obviously, the New Zealand squad, the New Zealand squad's got 20-odd players because of IPL and that sort of stuff. So I'm actually kind of grateful that New Zealand have more players to pick from because it means that we don't have to... So I'm looking at the squad. I don't have to draw too many from the England team, hopefully. There's probably... I'm looking at this team. I'm, I see four or five I actually want, and yeah, the rest not, rest is sort of just in the bin if, if I have to, sort yeah. of thing. Um, so yeah. So what we're gonna we'll do we'll do like an NBA style draft using the two squads, and we're gonna create a Munter eleven and a Smithers eleven, and the best eleven, as voted by the public, will be the winner, and the worst one will shout the winner a pint of their choosing. Yeah. So you you comfortable with that? And since you're the guest, I will, you can have first pick. Uh, I'm absolutely comfortable with that. And uh, just before you ask, I drink uh, Spates Ultra. Spates Ultra. Yeah, nice. Just, True just, Southern man. Just a pint of your best. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my first pick. I've actually backflipped a wee bit here. Um, have you? I actually oh, told you me, threw, who I was going to pick. but oh, You threw me off here. I've gone, I've gone a different way. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping it throws a wee spanner in the works. Okay. Hit me. Well, mainly for your team anyway. But um, I'm going to go Ben Stokes. Oh, Ben Stokes early yeah. on. My thoughts are, if I get my all-rounder set, every team needs a good all-rounder. So if I get my all-rounder set, then I can uh, back up the batsmen and bowlers with that's, uh, I mean, a different pick. It's not, it's not a bad pick. And you did throw me off guard because you said you were going to pick someone else last night. 
And I was preparing for, I was preparing for this, and you've absolutely thrown me off here, but I like it. Yeah, you never expect the normal, Matt. No, I do. I do like that. Okay, so yeah, because the only all rounders left, you've sort of got yeah, you got the Gronholm and then Mitchell, Ravindra, and that's pretty much it. Not Cole. Um, Cole Jameson. Yeah, it depends who you're talking to. Right. Okay. Well, if you're going to do that, well, then I the sort of pick. Yeah. What do we do now? Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to go. I think there's heaps bowlers, so I'm going to go the number one all-format player in the world right now, Devin Conway. Highest average out of anyone? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, he yeah. was going to be my first pick, as I told you. Yeah, so you took that off. So I took I it off. I had quite a few batsmen here that I wouldn't mind having a look at, so yeah. Okay. I just steal Stokes with you, because I, I expected you to pick him first. Was that right? Uh, I wasn't going to go him first, but he was... Yeah. I definitely, he was on my board. I definitely wanted him. Right. Most people do. Well, mate, I'm mentally done, hey? Yeah. It'd be um, quite funny if you just picked, like, like he's an English players. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll jump Jimmy in there. Jimmy? Jimmy Anderson. Okay, yeah. really going rogue here. You can't you can't really go past the uh, world's best seamer, can you? Well, in the world's conditions. best seamer. Yeah, I suppose we are. If we're assuming, well, we didn't say, but this this test is this imaginary test is obviously in England, so probably the best exponent of swing bowling. So it's not a bad pick. Well, I'd be pretty shocked if you said it's in India, mate. Yeah, just really throw it off. Just, yeah, <laughs> just tell me afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay, all right. We're just we're doing this. Okay, so that's an interesting pick. So now I'm going to I'm going to continue to stock up my betting because I just feel like. I don't feel like there's a lot of good batters. I feel like I was doing this like today and it like drops off really quick. Like you got some world class and then all of a sudden you've got lucky to be playing test cricket real quick. So I will go. So now now I've got to pick between Root and Williamson and I don't like it. This really throws it off because I want to pick Williamson, I do. But I feel like obviously Root's like the form test batter in the world. Williamson, pesky elbow. Not scoring runs in the IPL, or, or is Williamson just trying to play Test cricket in the IPL? Yeah, but or, would you just take Kane and play him as a captain? Better him at eight. The specialist captain, well, like like sunrises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, root. That's where I'm gonna go. Right. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. You've just chewed up two of my top four picks there, mate, so thank you. I'm going to think we did out of the box here. <laughs> you've done that. You've already done that twice. <laughs> nah, I'm going to think that. I'm going to try to throw you off. So I'm trying to think who you're going to go next. Nah, I'll go Kane. Jump. Yeah, yeah you, you kind of had to. I mean, I feel, and, I, he's, I, and he's also going to captain my team. Yeah, fair enough. You've actually got the two captains. Yeah, it's a shame. Just... Root's going to have to captain yeah. yours. Nah, he will certainly not. <laughs> He's certainly not, and I'll tell you why. Because my next, I'll, I'll, I'll actually pick my next captain. So I know that one. I I really wanted to get this guy as early as possible because in his position, he's the only one that's world class, and then everyone else is pretty suspect. So I feel like once I pick this person, you're probably going to be mad you haven't you you didn't get him earlier, and he's also going to be my skipper, uh, Tom Latham. Yeah, brilliant. Awesome. Tom Latham. So, yeah, he will skip to the side and open the batting. And that leaves uh, – so you'll obviously pick uh, Crawley. So, yeah, no, nah, nah. Cool run. <laughs> um, so that's basically your top three sealed, signed, sealed and delivered, eh? Uh, potentially, yeah. Obviously, Cormo can open yeah. or he can bat three. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, my team's a bit scattered at the moment, so I need to start filling some blanks. I reckon – I wasn't going to pick him this high. Didn't really want to. No, actually, no. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go Stuart Broad. Wow. Wow. You pick, are you going to pick any Kiwis or are you just going to leave them all for me? No, I'm just picking the uh, English chess team. <laughs> just, you basically have, we just shat on it for like two minutes and then you're just picking them. Oh, mate, they're that nice. Oh, God. Broad, that is early doors for Broad. Yep. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. This is this is this is left, this is left field a little bit, and I'm going to pick my keeper, but I don't think he's going to keep for England. That is that's where I'm going to head. So I'm going to, I'm going to go 
Johnny Bairstow with the gloves because right. he shouldn't. He should never have not had the gloves. I don't know what number he'll bat yet, so probably six or seven. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. That was definitely not my keeper. Was it not? No. Okay. Okay. You probably had folks because you were just going for the England team. Maybe I was just throwing you off by picking an English player because you were trying to get them all. Yeah. You've actually done me here. Right. I may as well get my bowlers out of the way then, um, just to leave you with pretty much nothing. So I'm going to run Trent Bolt. And Ooh. he's probably going to bat at nine. I was going to say that's, that batting line is looking pretty thin. Yeah, but they're bowlers, mate. Batsman bat, bowlers bowl. Okay, you've gone with a different. You've actually gone with a different theory as me. See, I've gone batters because there's not. I, I felt there wasn't many, and yeah, you've well, gone with bowlers. Yeah, well, we're playing in England, mate. Okay, okay. So we've okay. got. I reckon in my team, Jimmy and Bolt are going to take the new one. Are we? Left arm, right arm combo. Yeah, yeah. And then Broad's going to bowl first change because he's quite nice off the wicket. Broad first change, interesting. Yeah, they can Not always bad. swap and change though because, I don't know, pretty happy yeah. with that. Yeah. I wouldn't like to face that. Okay, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> I feel like there's one more, probably not world class, but he's pretty close anyway. So I'm, I'm going to go Henry Nichols. Yeah, so now I've got a, I've got at least a middle order of Conway, Root, Nichols, which I feel like is pretty class. Yeah, gotcha. But gonna gonna have the hand, hands full against your bowling tact. We fit. I need a couple of batsmen here, mate, because I'm uh, struggling with the bat, I'm not scoring many. So yeah, I was going to say I'm taking them all. So I'm going to run with Will Young. He's in quite good nick at the moment, scoring a yeah. couple. Yeah, yeah, I wanted him. Yeah. So just before you snatch him up, I'll uh, I'll throw him in my team, and he can come over. Okay, no, that's good. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I actually wanted him. He did get a what do you? I think I he's got a couple of fifties and a one fifty. Yeah. Well, to be fair, mate, I just looked at the most recent scorecard and he got a hundred. So yeah, he got hundred fifty. Oh. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Got eighty odd against England this time last year. And he's playing for Northants too, which is bloody lovely. Is that where you? Is that where you went? Uh, not where I went, but that was sort of like closest minor Close. county. Yeah, uh, closest county. Sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, my my one was Lanx. Lanx. Lanx is and Jimmy. And and Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy close to you. Yeah, me and Jimmy were tight. Just, we just, just used to go the, the we used, yeah we used to go to the nets all the time. Yeah, chat. Yeah, he used to bat. I used to bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Um. This is where this is where it starts to tail off. Um. Pretty quick. Probably need a bowler. This this bowler was number one on my board. This is the number one bowler I wanted. I think it's a little disrespectful. He hasn't been picked yet. So I'm going to go Tim Southey. Yeah. I was looking at before, taking more Fifers than anyone in the last three years. Yep. Yeah, so that's Mainly a stat for you. Jimmy and Broad uh, fell out with the coach and they got dropped and retired. Well, yeah, that hurts. Well, or was it broke? I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, um, I actually did want Southey. But I was thinking that him and Jimmy are quite similar. Uh, yeah, yeah, And I true. wanted to go true. like three different types of bowlers. So yeah, I like that. That's smart. That's, that was my thinking behind us. Yeah, Tim Sather would have been right up there. But yeah, he just can't itch out Jimmy at the moment. Okay, fair enough. Right. Um, so what do I need? I'm going to go. I'm going to go a wee Mike Bracewell for a debut. Wow. He's gonna be he's gonna be my spin bowling all rounder, so we'll offer a bit of spin if needed. Um he'll probably do a much better job than um I'm gonna go my next bowler. So this is number my number two bowler that I had. Uh Kyle Jameson. Yeah, nice. Nice wee handy test average of about um three. What is it? It's about six yeah, about three. I also did have a, have a fact for you. He has in the last three years. He has more wickets than Jimmy Anderson, but he's only been in Test cricket for two of them. Interesting. There you go. There, is. there you go. Okay. Thanks. There mate. you go. The fact of the day coming through for me. Yep. Uh, just trying to just trying to strengthen my pick, you know. Hey, uh, just out of curiosity's sake. Yeah. What does Harry Brook do? Harry Brook. Uh, okay, Harry Brook. Glad to see you did your research there. Uh, Harry Brook is um he's a bat, so he is. Like 23, like former England under 19 sort of player. I think he's averaging like 130 this year for the county championship. 
nicely. Who does he play for? He plays for Yorkshire, so he plays with uh, oh, yeah. Root, Root and stuff like that. So yeah. wow. I think there's, big, there's quite big raps on him. Um, he's kind of like a like an Ollie Pope without the failing in Test cricket. Right, gotcha. That makes sense. Like a yeah. prod, prod, prodigy, you know, sure. prodigy. prodigy. Prodigy runs, yeah. Sweet, now that we've got that cleared up. Oh, you've taken all the batsmen, you bastard. <laughs> Literally all the batsmen I have down. <laughs> just run a muck on. Um, right. Right. You really put me in a predicament because now I've got no... Uh, that, sque- that squeezes pretty quickly. I told you. I, to- I, actually, I told you at the start. I said, like, I said the batters go from, like, world-class to, like, barely test cricket. Yeah. <laughs> like, really quick. I'm going to look forward to this beer, mate, by the way. Uh, yeah. Don't count your chickens yet, mate. So, oh, no, I'm panicking now. <laughs> we panic selection? Yep. I need an opener. Wee bit, wee bit left field. Wouldn't be my first choice, but uh, he's done it before. <laughs> he's done it before against England. Oh. So hopefully he gets a run. I'm going to go okay. hang Brotherford up the top. Oh, that's – tell you what. I did. I actually, I I was thinking about him. He, uh, that's not the worst pick. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure he still averages. Like, even though he hasn't played for nine years, like he averages more than like Crawley and Lees and stuff like that. Yeah. And you got like, you got to think he's a way better player now. Hundred percent. Like he wasn't in my first pick because obviously I had Devin Conway, Tom Latham, Joe Root, Kane Williamson. But yeah, uh, just someone someone took all them off me. So yeah. Nah, Rudd's, a, Rudd's up top. He'll be nice. I don't mind that. I don't. I actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not mad about that pick. Um, a little bit jealous, even. Mm. So if that's your plan, I actually thought you were going to go. I actually thought you were going to go Tom Blundell, <laughs> just like going back to the uh, MCG days. Yeah. Well, that yeah. when you. That's who I thought you were going to go. Huh? I won't say too much, mate. Um, yeah. Nah, I don't know about him. Yeah, he's sort of gone off the fish boil a bit. up top against a swinging nut. I don't know about it. Watch him prove yeah. me wrong, though, and turn up. But, yeah, I'd be happy to well, see Well, yeah, I'd probably – I wouldn't want to send Cam Fletcher have a go. Oh, is that your next pick, is it? Brilliant. No, 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 no. I've got my keeper. I've got my keeper. Um, I'm just going to go – who are my bowls left? Now, this is where it starts to squeeze. Oh, no. Fuck. Why is that? Why have I not picked him? Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, no, no. I'll go. Uh, this player is going to be the heart and soul of the Mantra 11. He's going He's going to like wear that crest with pro- with absolute pride. Um, Neil Wagner. The Wagner. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that. I'm pretty happy to get him so low. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't really in my planning, to be fair. Um, I was going more, more swing and seam rather than hitting blokes on the throat. So, <laughs> yeah, nah, he wasn't really on my top top board, but I sort of, I sort of had him, and it was between him and uh, him and Matt Henry. But I went, I thought, well, I've got Sally, I've got Jameson with the new ball. If I bring on Henry, like a sort of the, he's sort of like Sally light. Right. Um, so I've gone for Wagner, you know, might try up it later, might bang it in. Although looking at your batting lineup, may not need him. Sorry. Hey, come on, B. <laughs> a lot of work on Williamson and Stokes. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'll back my boys. Um so I need a four and a five here. We haven't got a keeper. Yeah, that's coming, mate. That's coming. <laughs> Don't you okay. I'm gonna all keep right. you waiting. It's gonna be my last pick. All right, all right. Um because now I know you don't need to keep, so. Mm, true, true. Right. I'm going to go. There's no number fours. Craig Overton? <laughs> Mate. <laughs> no, no. Do you not want some 120k doblers? I reckon I'm going to go, and it hurts, but he looks nice. So I'm going to go Ollie Pope. I can respect that. I can respect the the guy that looks nice sort of pick. Yeah. Well, there's um, got to be one done there. He looks good, though. He, he does look good. Kind of looks like Ian Bell. Yeah, gee, he was a top watch, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, Ollie Pope, obviously, he's not going to bat at three for you. 
it's uh, here we like four. Yeah, interesting. Um, okay, so what you've got one, you got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you got two packs. I've got three. Mm-hmm. You need a keeper, and when I'm bowler or something, I think you're just gonna pick. Uh, you're just gonna pick the keeper, <laughs> aren't you? Well, no, there's plenty of keepers left. They've got the keepers with left. Uh, we've got Folks, Blundell, and um, Fletcher. So probably not going to pick all three of them, to be fair, just to spite you. <laughs> just, have you ke- do, just have the keeper 11. Okay, well, you don't need an opener, so I don't need to pick an opener right now. I can save that. Yeah, I'm just going to get them all around out of the way. I'm going to go Big Colin. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to Big Colin. Were you going to sneak him in, were you? I was thinking about it, eh? I was just him and one other. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I was probably going to lean towards the big fella. So that I can have him batting. I probably – I might even bet him at seven. I can have Johnny bat ahead of him. And then uh, he can bowl some handy mediums. Christmas. That would be lovely over there. He's like our Darren Stevens. <laughs> Great player, though. Yeah. It's, a shame, it's a shame you can't pick him. Why is he not the squad? I don't know. What's it like? He's done everything he can. What more? More does he have to do? Anderson's vetoed vetoed him. He said that I I'm the only forty year old that can be in the squad. Mate, Darren Stevens is seventy, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> Still got it though. I think he averages seventy with the bat. Good player. Two left. Not a lot here. I just need a just need a wee middle order stick. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I didn't see him. Nah, nah. I'm gonna go Daryl Mitchell. Oh, that's not a bad pick. That's not a bad pick. I was I'm, a bit, thinking, I'm a big fan. I was thinking um, Young Rutchen, actually. Yeah, I was, I was looking at him. Um, but I've already sort of got Bracewell that does a similar job to him. And I think with a middle to lower order of Mitchell, Stokes and Bracewell, mm. there's, um, there's quite a bit of power in there with Bolt coming in later in the piece. So, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Have oh, you got a... You haven't got to keep it. Yeah, just I've got one more pick, brother. Just wait. All right. Be patient. Okay. okay, it's an interesting sort of lineup you've got. You're gonna are you gonna pick like extra batters because you don't trust your batters? No, I have full faith in my batsman. Thanks. You've got have you got like Bracewell batting at eight? No. You've You'll got find one. You'll <laughs> find out. Just make your next pick. <laughs> you've got like seven batters already. That's without a keeper. Pope can keep. Um. Right. Got. I need an opener. You obviously probably not going to waste my pick on an opener because I could do. I could. I could throw the. I could. I could pick Tom Blundell to open. Really, just sort of stuff things up. But I just feel like if I could not trust Blundell with the new ball against Broaden Anderson. Yeah, correct. It would just. Uh, just the can't. There'd be so much carnage. Um, I tell you what, though. I'll say that, uh, that 90 scored. Shit, he looked nice. If Which one? Uh, who was it against? Mm, it was in our summer. Well, Blunder. Yeah. He got he? 90 odd this summer. Um, oh, true. Been. He, yeah, he looked fucking nice. He does. He actually does look good when he's like flowing. Like, yeah, when he's, yeah, when he's away. Because he looks in Dallas. He's quite a, like a, like, he's quite a great, he's not like, it's not. He's not. He's no BJ Watling. He's not like there for a crisis. Yeah. He's there to like sort of stick the final nail in. Yeah, correct. You know, when we're like four hundred for four, four hundred for four, and he comes in and really just sort of like gets a quick five fifty. But when BJ Watling was like, uh, "We're fifty for four behind the two hundred. Yeah, no, nah, my time to my time to shine. I'm gonna bat three days here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, right. I'm gonna go bowler. Do I need another seamer? I probably don't. I actually, I might keep the public happy. Don't um, say Jack Leach. Oh, no, shit, no. God, no. He's if I'm, he's not the best spinner on the board. The best spinner on the board is Ajaz Patel. That gives me a bowling attack. You're just, you're just looking for more followers now, aren't you? <laughs> just keep... Tell the people what they want to hear. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just hear me out. Hear me out. So I've got, so left on the board, I had like Henry... And then after Matt Henry, I had like Craig Overton, like Jack Leach, like it, and, you know, obviously a friend of the show could have done Jacob Duffy, but um, tell you what, Matthew Potts would have been a nice wee grab for you there. 
Yeah, I know. He's pretty gas, actually. Yeah, no, so I wouldn't want to face that. But no, I've got AJ's Patel because I think I need a spinner. I've got bowling attack of Southie, Jameson, Colin de Gronholm, Wagner, and AJ's Patel. Is uh, big Colin taking the new one for you? Uh, oh, look, it'd be, it'd be tough to get the pill out of Southie's hand. Southie well, or been, Jameson. I mean, someone's got to uh, uh, write, so KJ's going to open for the other. Yeah, I can, with, I can open with Jameson. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not a bad bowling attack, I mean. Yeah. Mm. Right. I've got to pick a keeper now. So that's your last pick. Yeah, correct. Who do you reckon I should go? Well, I could probably help. I might as well help me at this point. Um, well, I've got my keeper. I know who it is. I just want to see, hear your opinion. Oh, you've already got You want to hear my opinion. Okay, yeah. so you've got between folks, Blundell, Cam Fletcher. I feel like it's got to be Blundell, but... Like, I don't feel great about either, any of these picks because Cam Fletcher's obviously never played test cricket. And folks, I don't know, he only averages like 28 or something. So, I don't know. My, my gut tells me Cam Fletcher, but the safe pick would probably be Blundell. Right. Mm. Nah, I'm going to go folks. You're going to go folks. And okay, just so let me speak myself through. Okay, right. So, I'm going to go folks batting at eight. Mainly as a wicket keeper, I know. because I'm pretty happy with my um, middle order. In all honesty, looking at it now, I don't think he's going to need to bat too much. And if he is, <laughs> and if he is, he's just going to have to bat with bulk because uh, we're going to just keep scoring quickly. And I just want the best gloveman, and I think he's probably one of the better glovemans going around. One of the better glovemans, okay. Um, as I've heard and seen. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it because you've got a deep betting on it now. So, what's your bowling attack? So, you've got three: you got Bolt, Broad, Anderson, Stokes, and Mitchell, and then Bracewell. Mitchell won't really bowl too much. I wouldn't have thought. Um, you might have to though. Nah, I only need those four. Four seams. <laughs> Poor Stokes getting bowled into the ground. Yeah, nothing he hasn't done before. Yeah, true. It's a lot on it's a lot on Williamson here, eh? Just quite. Oh shit! I've got one more. Pick, hey. Oh, I forgot. Um, I've got to pick an opener. I don't like any of these, but any of these guys. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sort of gonna lean on your Ollie Pope theory. I'm gonna go. Don't I'm gonna go Zach, I'm gonna go Zach Crawley. And <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? The complete Ollie Pope looks nice. Yeah, but like I, I actually think I think Crawley looks nice. Like I know he's tall, Are but I think I, I think he looks hear me out, like just hear me out, man. He's just he's got he's like he's a free flowing player. He doesn't know how to leave the ball though, which is like pretty crucial for a test opener. But especially facing uh, Jimmy Anderson <laughs> and Stuart Raw. But hey. oh, I can imagine like he's gonna like nick a few over the slips. And he's just gonna get Anderson and Broad really like worked up. You know, hopefully get a couple of boundaries away, and then you just you just never know. You reckon that's uh, what McCullum's telling him? <laughs> just go out there, mate. Nick a couple over the slips to get your stuff going, and then, uh, yeah, just really get get into your work from there. Hopefully, uh, etch many. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the plan. That's probably the plan. Have you got Have you got your order? I've got my order here. Do you want to Do you want to read it out? Yeah, I've gone Will Young and Hamish Rutherford up top. Okay. Kane Williamson's batting at three. Um, yeah. He also skipped the side. Daryl Mitchell at five. As a batsman. Okay. Stokes at six as my all-rounder. Okay. Race will seven. Mainly to play a bit like a Gilchrist kind of role. Come out and uh, assert himself. Old Ben Folks, eight. Trent Bolt, nine. Jimmy Anderson, ten. Stuart Broad, <laughs> eleven. Broad, I'm sorry, Broad can't bat. <laughs> he, he's not. Nah. Oh, you've dropped. Oh, yeah. Mate, I think if, Jim, if, Jimmy would like that. <laughs> if Wangs is running in and bowling at Broad, Mate, he's betting on square leg. He's really gone downhill from when he got a, got a hundred odd against Pakistan. Yeah, just getting hit in the face does it to people though. Yeah, I can I can relate. Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> okay, so that's your lineup. Okay, it's not it's not bad. It's not yeah, bad. I think I've got your cut. Co- I think I've got you covered. You've just been sitting here slagging me off from a batsman, but yeah, watch. but you've got like you've got a lot of batsmen. It's kind of like. You've always picked like the old like England eleven. Remember when they used to have like Mo and Ali at eight? Yeah. 
Just, just, just that's a real you, pest. And then like that's when, they, that's when they were good. <laughs> I mean, good's a stretch. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, better, like, better than better than now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's let's compare that to my side. So I've got I've got Tom Latham as captain and opener. Uh, I've got Zach Crawley. So yeah. we'll start. We'll start at two for one. That's fine. That's that's perfectly fine because we've got Devin Conway at three, average of sixty three. Uh, we've got Joe Root, former Test batsman in the world. We've got Henry Nichols. We've got Colin. No, no, sorry. We've got Johnny Bairstow at six. We've got Colin DeGonheim at seven. Kyle Jamison at eight. Arguably a bit of better than folks. You could argue that. I won't, but you could. Um, <laughs> don't really roll some people up. <laughs> um, and we've got big Neil Wagner. Neil Wagner at nine, Sally 10, AJ Patel at 11. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. You've been sitting there slagging off my order. Obviously, <laughs> Kane's got a lot of work to do, but gee, tell you what, if Latham gets a good one early from uh, pretty much a world-class bowling attack, you're obviously one down before you leave the clubhouse. So um, <laughs> if Latham gets one early, it's a lot of work to do there for Dev and Joe Root. Um, I don't think Johnny Bairstow's really up to it. Um, okay, okay. And obviously Henry Nichols will be be quite nice there. But yeah, there's not a lot else. If, yeah. Depending how Colin plays, if he trusts hit every ball for six, he could be quite good. Mm, if he trusts yeah. the defend, I yeah, don't know about it. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's fair. I mean, it's not like Crawley is not my first pick. Let's let's be real. Um, I, I am concerned about that. If I can just get, if I can get twenty out of him, I'm happy. I don't need a lot, you know. Just just give me twenty. That's a win. Give, give the young fella Harry Brook a chance, mate. Chuck him up. Yeah, there. I actually, oh, I, I should have gone like I should have gone Rutchen. Yeah, I've already, sure. I've already made my pack. Should have gone Rutchen, but that's fine. That's fine. Um. We've got Crawley, so like, like that's 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 a concern. It's a concern when you when you start the game one down. Yeah, but at the top, I do yeah, I do back. Like I've got the best opener. I've got the best. I've got probably I reckon the best player, Conway. I've got the form player, Root. Yeah. Um, I haven't like you've got Stokes, so I may not have the best keeper, but I've got the best batter that's got the gloves. And I think. I think our bowling attacks sort of cancel each other out. So, you know, I'm happy with that. Do they? <laughs> oh, you know, I think they'll just roll through any team. So it's all good. All right. Okay. I'll take, I'll okay. take your word on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're heavy, uh, heavy with that. So we'll put, we'll put something on it. We'll grab a beer and we'll, um, once I post it up, uh, we'll see what the public has to say. Yeah. They'll probably back you because you're the man in charge. Yeah, it does it does help? Too, so. because, and, and my team's better. Not because your team's better, but <laughs> go on charge. No, but if you want to, this is your chance. If do you want to like sort of plead your case? Well, no, I don't have any case to plead. Like my team is by far better than yours. Okay, right, you heard it here first. Right, that'll do us for this segment. Um, thanks again, Smithers, for joining us. No, stress. please, yeah, please. Uh, be nice, be nice to him, uh, team. When you look at his at his team, um, <laughs> don't, be, don't be too harsh on him. Um, he's done his he's done his best, and uh, we might see him around soon. Mate, listen to him. Listen to you. Yeah. Thanks. 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 Uh, and also, thanks, Mills, for coming on. Appreciate it. No, cheers, mate. You've um, actually been blowing up my inbox, so I had to give him some time. So <laughs> yeah, I thought this would be a good opportunity to. Give you give you a bit of a hiding here and earn myself a beer. Okay, so speaking of the Black Caps versus England, the Black Caps are in the middle of their first tour game against Sussex Eleven. It's not an actual first class game. It's one of those ones where they've got twelve batters and people get retired and that sort of stuff. First day got rained out, so not a lot happened there. And then the next day, New Zealand big day. 342 for three. So you'll take that. Um, I'd say the biggest pluses is you had Latham and Young put on about 100. Uh, they both retired, not out. Got 60-odd and 50, respectively. 
well, the reason I'm a big fan of it is they had Ollie Robinson in the side. So, obviously, Ollie Robinson is no joke as a player. He's unfit, but he's good. So, for him to go wicketless, um, and just looking at the figures now, he's basically the only bowler to go under three and over. So, he was definitely a class above. Other than that, everyone sort of got a wee hit. Uh, the only wickets were Rutherford. He got 30-odd. Take that. Probably won't play. Colin Gronholm got a, basically a run of all 26. You expect that. And the only person that failed is a Cam Fletcher, who got a first baller. Not ideal when you're pushing for a spot. It also doesn't help that Tom Blundell got 50. Not out. So it's fair to say Blunder will take the gloves in that first test. But all in all, very positive day. So interesting to see how the rest of that game pans out. Speaking of England, uh, they do have a white ball coach as well now. So that's interesting. Obviously, as we are all aware, McCullum was their preferred white ball coach, but he didn't want a piece of that. He took the red ball job, as you all know. And Matthew Mott has got the white ball job. So Matthew Mott has come off like a pretty awesome campaign with the Australian women's team. So he's got credibility. He's like coach. He's he's a coach's coach. He is he has coached almost everyone from New South Wales. I think I heard that McCullum actually was a, wanted him to coach New Zealand at one stage. So I think a lot of that, from what I've heard, him and McCullum have a very good relationship. When you're splitting the 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 coaches, they do like obviously you got two different teams in two different directions, but they do have to be aligned since they have players that play different formats. So that's quite crucial that those two have a good relationship so they can sort of bounce off each other and you know players can get fatigued and that sort of stuff and they yeah they can sort of talk and, and, and sort out with selections and that sort of carry on so what Matthew Mott did with Australia is they you know that's obviously one of the best one day teams ever from the minute they got bundled out in the 2017 World Cup from that point to now they've won the T20 World Cup and the 50-over World Cup. Now, basically, I want to say they've lost about less than five games. Don't quote me, but it's it's been, like, really dominant. The other thing is, like, the white ball coach, guess, as long as it's not someone that's going to rock the boat too much. So I thought they might go Collingwood because he's in and around the group. I guess they wanted someone that was with McCullum. So, right, just a wee quick IPL wrap. As we are all aware, uh, the semifinals are sorted. So we've got the Gujarat Titans, number one. Got the Rajasthan Royals, number two, Lucknow Super Giants, number three by Net Runway, and we have Bangalore Royal Challengers. Slipping in there at fourth place, Delhi couldn't beat Mumbai in the last game. Before I talk about who's going to win and that sort of carry on, I think it's just weird how they do what happened to, what happened to semi-finals? Like, I you got four teams, what happened to 1v4, 2v3? It's weird. Now they go with the eliminators. You got one v two, and then, you, then three v four play each other. Loser of the whatever they call it, the loser of the eliminator, ironically doesn't get eliminated, and the loser has to play the winner of three and four, and the winner goes through the final. So it's sort of like one and two are like there's no they're basically the same. So if you get second, it's basically the same as getting first, which is strange. Um, the fight you think then you go oh well they might get home advantage well they actually don't so it's in Kolkata so that's not at home I just yeah I don't really understand that I guess money yeah I guess probably it's probably money isn't it really it has to be money because you have an extra game bit of extra money eyeballs seats that sort of care so that's probably it answer my own question there you go uh, predictions uh, look I don't really have a horse in this race but I guess like easy pick Let's go for the top rank. They're obviously the best team for a reason. Um, they've got Rashid Khan, best bro in the world. You take that. So they will come up against the Rajasthan Royals first up. And they have Joss Butler, most runs in the IPL, and Chahal, most wickets. So could say the form bowler at the moment. So look, I'll pick Gujarat to win that, but all it takes is one, one massive innings from Joss Butler, who has cooled off, to be fair. One massive innings, and they'll probably win. So, yeah, keep an eye on that one. Uh, the other game, Lucknow, Bangalore. I, look, I'm actually going to go Bangalore. I just feel like they're peaking at the right time. Coley got runs. When If Coley gets runs, then you've got Coley and Faf with Maxwell and then Kartik. That is dynamite. And so their missing piece has been Coley scoring runs. If he can continue on his merry way, they have an outstanding bowling team. Hazelwood and Hasaranga 
who have been unbelievable together. So I, I'm going to pick them to upset luck now. And yeah, I actually, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know who's going to win that from there. But I think, I think it wouldn't surprise me if Bangalore actually won the whole thing. And I know that sounds dumb, but you know, just got to make these sort of picks. So yeah, let's do that. Bangalore to win the whole IPL. You heard it here first. Starting today, you will play like winners, act like winners, and most importantly, you will be winners. If you listen and learn, you will win basketball games. And gentlemen, winning in here is the key to winning out there. Right, Coach Corner, episode three. Again, if you want to reach out, please do. Uh, just tag me at Maximum Cricket and ask your question on any socials. But again, if you really want me to answer, Instagram's the place. And that brings me to our question this week. Uh, this comes from cricket underscore highlights. Looks like the S is ZZ. Okay, interesting. So I thought this was a good question. So he's gone, for your next podcast, can you do strike rotation for someone that's not the biggest player who can't hit a boundary to release the pressure? So first of all, this is a good one for me as I, I've never been the biggest hitter uh, throughout my career. I could definitely, towards the end of my career, I could definitely hit a boundary when I needed to. I could definitely clear the rope. Don't get me wrong. Um, but most of my career, I was always small and I was always, I guess, like the deflector. So I never really sort of, I just sort of hit gaps and I, I ran hard and that sort of stuff. And then the power sort of came in. And to be fair, I'm not sure how old Cricket Highlights is, but that power will come at some stage. So it's good to see that you're looking for other alternatives. So um, the first thing, like probably everyone everyone says this, you know, soft hands, drop and run. I think, yeah, that works. It works. But eventually it doesn't. But you will be surprised. You do get a lot of runs just by dropping it sort of like a meter to the, to the right of your stumps. So it's quite hard for the bowler to get. And then nine times out of ten, the inner ring is pretty lazy and you'll sneak a couple if you play it soft hands the other person to watch like a good person to watch is obviously Kane Wilson like he plays because you're not going to be able to do that unless you play the ball really really late what you have to do if you're if you don't have the brute power to clear the rope you're going to have to play with really really soft hands um, so you can maneuver gaps, that sort of stuff. So what, watch, watch a Kane Williamson. I know at the moment he's doing really, really poorly in the IPL. So, and I guess you quite like how you're talking about releasing the pressure because sometimes just getting down the other end can release all that pressure, which is nice. The other thing is you want to look for the gaps instead of looking at the fielders. So you obviously, when you're coming to bat, you're going to look at the field. I don't know, six on the offside, three on the leg side, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, you want to see where the gaps are. You go, right, well, if I hit it, if I hit it slightly square of cover, I can run, you know, I can run or I can get a boundary or whatever. You don't have to hit it massively hard to get a boundary um, most of the time. So you want to you wanna get good at sort of hitting the gaps, not the fields. And that's a skill on its own. One of the drills I am massive on, uh, because obviously in the nets when we, what we do is we hit good shots and we go, yeah, that's full. And, you know, we had a massive booming cover drive, yeah, that's full. We had, a, we had a wee shot off the legs, yeah, that's full. When reality is, it's probably straight to the fielder. And it's really it's really good to just sort of start to visualize playing those gaps. Like not, you don't have to do a hell of a lot, but it's just that mental awareness of, hey, yeah, that's in the gap. So you can actually put like cones down. And you can either set a field using cones or you can put, put the gaps and you've got to put in those, in those gaps, blah, blah, blah. Depending on your level, what I like to do at the club level is my players, they have to they have to sort of hit, like, hit one of those gaps for a single every three to four balls, maybe an over, that sort of thing. You can sort of ramp it up a bit later every two balls. I try and get them to not face like three or four dot balls in a row. Just get used to sort of rotating that strike, as you said, to release that pressure. Because in a game, there's only a lot more pressure. Then it becomes second nature to actually hitting those gaps. Because if you're not practicing, how are you going to do it in the game? Do you know what I mean? That's one. The other, and the last the last little point I had is um, you can still hit boundaries when you're small. That's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. And you, could, you can, and not even just hit boundaries, you can actually score fast when you're small. So what 
you can do. So let's say you're towards the back end of an innings and you've got sort of maybe you've got four or five out and you don't. So what I, I never like to hit over those fielders because uh, I just found it like a low percentage shot. Unless I had a big, unless it was a big wind, I had the wind, I was hitting for a short boundary, you know, and I, you know, that that's sort of different. But nine times out of 10, I don't like to hit over those fielders. I like to hit over the inner ring. And I say that because if you can hit, if you can sort of chip it over, you know, let's just say you've got, you've got a long off and you've got a deep cover. And then you've probably got a cover in between them. Well, behind that fielder is nothing. Very rarely will you have, will you find a boundary fielder behind an inner ring fielder. It's just poor spacing. So I know we talked about not looking at the fielders, but we can look at those inner ring fielders at the end of an innings as like people to hit over. So all you've got to do, once you, if you get it over him, worst case, you have two. Okay, you get it over there, you're going to get two. Someone's going to get it. That's cool. That's If you get two a ball, 200 strike rate, happy days, right? And then best case, you know, you get a boundary. A couple of bounces into the fence, you hit it really well, you might get a six. Who knows? Um, so that's that's something you can do. So, so again, Kane Williamson does that really well. He sort of picks those gaps, hits really sort of inside out, over cover. Pretty like hard shot to do, but one that doesn't require power. So I think that could be an option. Um, and also, you might have to become like a 360 sort of player. You know, people do, you know, you got the scoops, uh, you got the scoops, you got the reverse sweeps, your wee laps and that sort of stuff. And people sort of think, the, the one thing that that does that people don't sort of realize it, and I think I heard an interview, was it an interview? No, it was, well, Osman Kawaja anyway, he was saying to Mark War, and they keep asking, why do you keep playing the reverse sweep? Like it's low percentage, blah, 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 you know, as old people say. And what he, he explained really well, he said that, I play that because if I play that a couple of times, they have to put a fielder there. And if they put a fielder there, that means they have to take it from somewhere else, you know, when you've got restrictions. So that's something you're going to... So if you hit if you had a couple of scoop shots, normally you like to have a short fine leg and then you have the fielders elsewhere. So if you're hitting a couple of scoops over short fine leg, short third man, and they have to put a fine leg back, they have to take him... They have to take that fielder... From somewhere else, they might be long off, might come up, cow might come up, I don't know, square leg. And then you go, hey, I can now, all I have to do is chip it over there, get a couple, get four, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to hit sixes. So I think that's, I think I've sort of covered that and obviously run pretty hard, that sort of stuff. So that's sort of, yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much it. So that's us for another week. Episode three, thanks for the question in Coach Corner. Thank you to our guest, Jeremy Smith, Smithers. And thank you to all the listeners. I've been loving the support. It's actually awesome. It makes it really enjoyable to do this. And I please, if you haven't, like, follow, rate, review, do that sort of jazz. Really helps the cause. And we will see you again this time next week. It's a yes bang maximum, the first of this contest. Oh, that is brilliant. It's a hero maximum. On the ground, on the ground, another hero maximum.